welcome to Devil in the Detail Live. I'm Rob Parkinson. Another fun week following all things Salford Red Devils. And this is our live part of the podcast where we talk all things about the club. Joining me on this, la- this live podcast, we've got Paul Whiteside. All right, Paul? Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. All right, mate. Yeah, we had a great podcast, haven't we? What we had on? We had the review of the Salford game. We had the, all the news that's been uh, going on the club this week. We had a well Iraqi interview. We had all the amateur news and review. We had the second part of our Mike Coburn interview and we've got a big preview for uh, the St. Helens game this Friday. Yeah, also joining us on the show, this live show, we've got Ryan Wilkinson, right, Ryan? Good evening, Rob. Good, first live show. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I think it's a great thing, having a live show and hopefully we can do more of them in the future. Yeah, massive game. Uh, Looking forward to it on Saturday, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk about which players... Um, of the previous Salford team what put in this team we, we have now uh, to improve it um, there's lots of greats that have, that have uh, you know darned the red shirt Ryan uh, and I'm, I'm, it's going to be a difficult choice who you'd, who you'd put in and who you'd take out it certainly is uh, we've had some great players come through this club uh, many of them are still playing in Super League so it was a tough choice uh, I've gone for first of all in the backs I've gone for Stefan Ratchford uh, I really like Steph. He's a great communicator, very pacey, great support player, great kicking game. So I think Steph and Ratchford would fit perfectly into the, the squad that we've got at the minute. But you'd, you'd put Ratchford in and who would you take out? Uh, I'd After Saturday, I'd have to take Michael Dobson out. I do like Dobbo. He's a great player. But I, um, I felt like Steph might have played better on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, I'd go. I'd take Dobbo out and just slot Steph in there. Cool. Um, who's your uh, back, Paul? Who would you uh, put in, and who would you take out? Uh, can I have two? I've got one. Yeah. I never. I've got one that I didn't see play, and that's Chris Esketh. I'd have him in the centres instead of Josh Jones. And me one that I did see play, I was gonna. Well, I had two forwards to be honest with you. Mine would be Sam Panapa. I'd put him in at loose forward, and I'd put Mark Flanagan in the second row and get rid of Wellaraki. So Sam Panapa, you know, were great for Salford second. Uh, didn't stay, he didn't play long for us, but he was a cracking quality class player, wasn't he? Yeah, was it Keithley in the old track? Yeah, 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 ninety six, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought with with loose forwards, it's quite an important position, and you know, Salford's, uh, you know, loose forwards don't usually have, uh, you know, the ability to, you know, pass a ball, and, and that's what Sam Panapa had in, in spades, didn't he, Paul? Yeah, he did do, he did do, and, and a guy who who played for us, another loose forward who. who it was just a bit before my time, but I did see a lot of him in, later in his career. Was John Pendlebury? He sort of played for Salford in the mid eighties, and you asked people about him, and he, I saw him play for Halifax a bit later on, you know, towards the end of his career. But I didn't really see him at all because he was a bit too young. But he was a class player as well, ball playing loose forward, which you don't see a lot of these days, do you? I mean, Kevin Simphy was a bit similar to that, I suppose, when he played at loose forward. But yeah, I I like that sort of player. I mean, your loose forward is like your um, your linchpin of the pack, and he sweeps up and he does all that graft and does all the hard work, a bit like a sweeper in football, really. But also links in the line and does a lot of the ball playing as well. But Sam Panapa was one of the best loose forwards I've seen. Yeah, obviously, if you're listening out there live, you can tweet us at ditdsrd and give us your players who you'd you'd bring in uh, from previous uh, Salford teams. Uh, my first player would be uh, Malcolm Alka uh, in the hooking role. Uh, you know, he was our leader. Uh, you know, for, for a good 10 years at Salford. Um, and obviously, with our hooking role, we've got Tommy Lee, we've got uh, Logan Tompkins, but Malcolm Alpha for, for pure heart and, and determination uh, and, you know, willing to die for the cause, uh, Paul, you know, he'd, he'd be a, a shoe-in for, for that team for me. 
I was saying that to my dad on, on Saturday, actually. He, I think he'd go, like a Malcolm Walker, I saw, he was at his peak, wasn't he, between sort of 2002 and 2006, around that time. And how Malcolm never got picked for Great Britain is beyond me, because around that time, I thought he was the best hooker in the country. He's, he had a lot of pace as well. He, he tackled it. I mean, how many tackles did he do every week, Malcolm? He was fantastic. And I mean, the amount of injuries he played with as well. Don't think I've seen a player you know, as brave as, as him for, for a long time. Great, great player. And um, I think he'd slot straight into this side now. I think he'd, we'd, we'd go really well with uh, Malcolm in that team. Yeah, I think it's a bit more of a difficult choices for me for the backs because, you know, we've got good, uh, you know, strength in depth, I think, in the back division, Ryan. Uh, but the person I'm going to go for as my, you know, back would be Aaron Moole. I think he was a, a great, you know, try scorer for Salford. He was a class, um, you know, beyond uh, anyone we had at that point for me. Uh, the person I'd probably have to take out would be Josh Griffin. Um, obviously, he's injured at the moment, but I think if you put Aaron Moole in that team, um, I think with the scoring tries a plenty. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Aaron Moore was a, a great player for us, uh, signed for Widnes, played for the Melbourne Storm, and yeah, he was uh, he was a good player. And I'm, you know, I think he he would fit well in our side that we've got currently. Yeah, that was the uh, you know what we'd pick. Um, hopefully, you know, we're going to be talking about these players that we've got now, Paul, uh, as being the greats uh, from the uh, Salford Red Devils in a few years if we continue our development. Uh, and invest in the future. Yeah, well, there's a lot of potential on the, the side. I mean, you've got young Nia Levels there. I mean, we I talk about him a lot, bang, bang his drum, because I think he's a very good player. And a young player who's come through the academy as well, I love nothing more than, you know, for in 10 years' time, him to still be at Salford and, you know, be be one of the greats. But I think there's there's other other players, aren't there, there at the moment. You've got the Warren brothers as well, who've, who've got potential. Ryan Lannan's got a lot of potential. We watch him now, and he, he looks a quality player, a young kid. I mean, I don't, is he about 20? So, He's got a lot of uh, a lot of time in him yet. Gareth O'Brien's another one, young kid, but you know you watch him play every week and he looks quality, doesn't he? So there's a lot of potential in this side, and and uh, yeah, you know, in a few years to come, hopefully some of them players will still be there and we'll still be raving about them. Yeah, talking about Gareth O'Brien, looking at players who have played for Salford in in the past, Ryan. You know, we think he has have shades of Cal uh, Fitzpatrick. You know, he, he was nippy around at fullback, uh, had a good pair of hands. You know, you can see the similarities between the two te- uh, two players. Yeah, completely, and uh, they've both been at Warrington as well. Uh, well, I know Fitzy does a uh, player welfare role there, um, but yeah, Fitzy was a—he was only a small uh, fullback, but you know he ran in hard, didn't he? He really was a brave player, and I think Gareth O'Brien is as well. And you know he's still young, Gareth. I think he's only twenty-four, so he's—you know—he's got a lot of improvements to make, and he's got a great kicking game as well. So I, I like Gareth O'Brien. I think he'd be a good uh, fullback for us in the future. Yeah, obviously, you know, we've got a few youngsters, like you said, with Ryan Lannan, Paul. You know, he could be, you know, a, a mainstay of our pack for years to come. Yeah, he certainly, he certainly could do, yeah. And I mean, like, and going to the Warren Brothers, as we just mentioned before, and George Griffin as well. I mean, if they keep progressing and like the way they are doing, yeah, you know, there's there's every chance that they can uh, be playing there in a few years' time on Friday night. Yeah, and what we'll do now, uh, we'll get out, we'll have a listen. Uh, to the interview we've got uh, from Keys, Keys Rugby Leagues, Andy Riley, uh, where he spoke to Wellaraki about uh, his farm uh, and the, the morale in the squad uh, ahead of this week's game against uh, St. Helens. So, back after a nice long layoff from injury, but you're yeah. playing well. Yeah, I'm playing all right. I wouldn't say I'm playing well, but um, I'm just still trying to find my feet and get my match fitness back and... Um, Help help the boys out as much as possible. Eh? Yeah. What's it like spending that much time on the sidelines and not 
being able to physically do? Um, yeah, it's not it's not the best, um, especially when um, you, you train different times as the boys and you're not really in that in that uh, around that environment well, all the time. You just you you're by yourself and yeah, you, you, you sort of got to um, got to push yourself through it and all the training that you do and uh, you just try and get through it and um, tell all those those little voices that are trying to tell you to quit and um, just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um it's been a stop start season really for the squad, hasn't it? Yeah. Some good wins and then some narrow defeats. Yeah, yeah, we've we've talked about it like when when we do win we we come away with a with a loss the week after and we we just um I think the whole team uh, as individuals just need to be um consistent with their performances and um yeah just just um, play well every week, and uh, that, that's what the good teams do at the moment. All the players doing uh, is just playing well and just doing what they need to do to, to win games every week. Has this six-point deduction affected any of you? How, is it, how are you uh, dealing with all of no, that? No, we, we talked about it, and um, we we knew we couldn't do nothing about it once it was uh, done, and um, we knew we control uh, can control what what happens on the field, and um, and that that comes down to. Um, how we come to the game and, and perform on the day, and um, I think um, we we know as as a team that if we perform well, um, we, we we can win games, and and that's that's all we have to do. What's it like working with Tim Sheens? Absolute legend. In yeah, the game, no, he's um, he's a good good guy to have around the club. Um, got a lot of experience uh, behind him, and um, with him like coaching the players that he does, and for the Australian team, and that. Um, you'll be you'll be silly not to go and ask him for advice and um, just stuff like that. Um, he's even that like putting footy of things aside. He's 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 a good guy to talk to and if if you need something to get off your chest or something like that, he's he's always good to talk to. He's he's been there and done that. So yeah, he's he's been really good for the club. So and again, it's a bit of a support network when you you did have those little voices in your head saying yeah, yeah. quit. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, bloke, you go um, to. Yeah, you, you you try not to get those little voices in your head <laughs> too much, but um, yeah, just just anything really, anything in general, just just to have a quick talk to him, and that he's he's always um there to have a talk to. How are you finding it back in the squad and getting out there? Um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. He's um, what he's been throwing me in there. Um, I've been playing it roughly about sixty minutes, and um, so I'm still trying to. Trying to get my match fitness. I, I know it's not going to happen like straight away, but um, yeah, just more and more um, game time I get, the, the better I'll be. You're looking to inc- uh, looking to bet last year's try tally of five. Oh uh, yeah, well, I have to. <laughs> hey, that was um, that's a bit ridiculous for me, but yeah, it's just um, avoid the old naked run at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just just keeping myself fit and um, um, on the field uh, for the rest of the year will be. A massive goal for me, and I'll be really happy with that. It must be good having your family behind you as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always good having family behind you and um, supporting you through uh, whatever you do. And um, be awesome if my my parents could come over soon, <laughs> but um, they're, they've been really busy. So, um, but but no, it's always good having um, family support around you. <laughs> who's the Who's the squad joker this year? Squad joker. Um, I don't know. There's 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 probably a couple. There's Gaz O'Brien. He, he he likes to throw his um 
five cents in every in everyone's business. But then when he when he when he starts getting it from everyone else, he, he sort of wants to back out. But <laughs> so there's him and um, I don't know. Vito Vito gets smart every now and then and and pulls a few pairings. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. Junior's becoming famous for taking the post-match picks, isn't he? Oh yeah, you know he's he's been on fire, Junes. He's he loves it. Um, it's, it's good though. It's good to get um, show all the fans what 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 we get up to. And um, but yeah, Junes has been on fire lately. He's he's been a try scoring machine. You haven't got that real squad mentality. You're all together and working for each other, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, it just showed the boys had a massive uh, pre-season together and. Um, it just showed that if you work hard on the field and on pre-season and that um, it, it shows who's going to have you back on the day of when you play and um, but after after that sort of pre-season that, uh, pre-season we had um, yeah like everyone's going to have you back because it was it was pretty tough yeah how did yeah. you find the parish because um, I enjoy, I love being down there and watching everything <laughs> oh no that's all right yeah yeah that was all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, you you missed out on the uh, stretcher run, didn't you, with the cause your injury? Oh yeah, no, I missed out on that. But um, I've been I've been to a couple of um, army camps, but yeah, you do, you don't really want to go back there. It's um, sort the of this. Yeah. Paras are a bit different. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bad. Well, so that was the the live part of our Devil in the Detail um, radio podcast. Now, uh, don't forget you can find us on Devil in Detail SRD. On Twitter, um, sorry, on Facebook, Devil in Detail SRD on Facebook, at DITD SRD on Twitter, and we can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and RLInternetRadio.com. So we had a good podcast, didn't we, Ryan? Didn't we, Ryan? Oh, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. I love love coming on, and it's uh, like, uh, like Paul said earlier, it's great to speak about things that you're passionate about. And, you know, we're all really passionate Salford fans, and we're all good guys, and I really enjoy, you know, being on the show, and hopefully... Uh, in the future, we can we can do some more podcasts. Yeah, it's going to be great. We've done 100 uh, this, you know, so far, uh, Paul. And you know, I'd like to thank the listeners uh, for for listening. You know, every week uh, for us, you know, listening, talking about Salford Red Devils. It's a great thing, and it's great that you know people tune in and listen. Yeah, isn't it? It's great that the people interact, isn't it? And you know, sort of with the free word match reports, and I know people read the match reports we put on and watch the videos and this, that and the other and listen to the podcast. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's, it's brilliant that the supporters get something and we, we give it to them. And obviously, we're talking about something that, that we love as well. I mean, you know, we could talk about Salford all day, every day, couldn't we? Because it's like a big big part of your life. So, Yeah, so thanks for tuning into this live uh, part of the Devil in the Detail podcast. Don't forget, you can tune into the real podcast that will be up in about an hour or so uh, where we talk all things Salford Red Devils. Well, thanks for tuning in. And we'll we'll see you again.